two hobbits. Two hobbits. Two, two hobbits. hobbits. Two hobbits. And welcome back to the Two Hobbits podcast. My name is Jonesy, and I am a hobbit. And I'm Joshua, and I'm a hobbit. And uh, Jonesy, uh, it's always it's always a pleasure to have you stop by. You know, it's it's great to great to get together, chat. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how you doing, buddy? It's it's been a minute. I, what's going on? What's news? Oh, I mean, just uh, I don't really care. I'm bored. I'm tired of winter. We got to do something, Josh. I am getting cagey as all hell. I have got wicked cabin fever, buddy. I was I I, I was honestly going to say something similar. You know, like just um, you know, it's it's still the weather's still kind of cold out, still kind of crappy, and I don't feel like I can completely go outside and have a bunch of adventures. But then, yeah, like I'm totally getting that sort of cooped up. Um, Kind of going a little stir crazy here. Mm-hmm. Almost spring, not quite spring. Mm-hmm. We're still gonna get snow for another three weeks. Yeah, yeah. Spring. Sadly, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I'm sorry, Joshua. I know I'm in a weird mood. I just, I know how much we talk about winter and how much we love winter. Mm-hmm. And oh, isn't the snow pretty? And oh, isn't the cold wonderful? And mm-hmm. oh, don't I get to wear big, lovely knitted sweaters? Well. I'm over it now. Yeah, it, it does. I like, feel like the Groundhog saw a shadow six weeks ago, and I'm ready for something else. Anything else? Yeah, all 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 good things must come to an end, and uh, it's that whole thing too, right? Like like whatever your favorite food is, if you eat nothing but that favorite food, after a while, you're gonna start getting sick of it, and you want something different. You want something, and yeah, and I think especially with the seasons, it's just like okay, enough of like the decreased sunlight, enough of the cold, enough of the snow. Let's let's. Let's just get something new going here, huh? Something new. Anything new. Yeah. And I guess before we start anything new, we ought to start with the one old thing that we have adhered to this whole time. Mm-hmm. Joshua, what's in your Hobbit goblet? Well, I'm actually, and, and maybe it's because I'm feeling a little stir crazy that I want to that I want to try something different. Because Jonesy, this um, what I have in my Hobbit's goblet, this is something that I almost never voluntarily choose. But I just, I just felt like I needed a change. I just felt like I needed something different. And so I have with me a, uh, I guess you would call it a hard seltzer. Because um, mm. I know they're, they're super popular. They're not really my jam. And, and in fact, I'm on record saying that I like the super dark, malty, uh, rich beers. And here I am just at a loss of what to do other than drink a hard seltzer. Um, but this is... <laughs> This is actually from a local um, brewery. This is from Seventh Sun uh, Brewing Company here in Columbus, and I've and I've talked about other of their beers on this uh, on on our podcast. Uh, and their take on the hard seltzer is called a kitty paw, which which I which I think is kind of a nice little a little joke about some other uh, very famous hard seltzer that maybe rhymes, but instead of yeah, so. This is a kitty paw, and I, I got I kind of got a variety pack here, so I have a lot of different um, different flavors to go with. But this first one is a uh, uh, pineapple tangerine. Okay, and pineapple tangerine. Yeah, this this kitty paw, as the description goes, this kitty paw tastes like fresh pineapple and tangerine, and not like ets, extracts, additives, or back sweeteners, because because we made this with only pure cane sugar, pineapple, and tangerine. So here I am. Tired of winter, about to have a hard seltzer named Kitty Paw. Okay. 
Well, and it's almost like we pre-planned this because we have another iron in the fire that I'll get to in just a minute. Mm. But I, too, have a hard seltzer. What? Oh, I know. <laughs> I have a truly... I also have a variety of flavors, but you said pineapple and tangerine, so that's what I'll start with here. Oh, okay. I have a truly pineapple hard seltzer. Mm. It's got one gram of sugar and 100 calories, and it's 5%, so it's like, I guess, drinking a PBR that won't make you fat. I don't know. Yeah. It tastes like pineapple. Yeah, I guess... Well, this is kind of funny. It says, so that description, now that I'm double-checking the label, the description says that it has uh, pure cane sh sugar, but the nutritional facts say no added sugars, zero grams. So something's something's amiss here. Something's fishy. Um, but, hey. Yeah, I have one added gram of sugar, but okay. I'm not going to split hairs. Right, right. And I right. guess I should have ponied up for the other one that had added vitamin C, but... Hey, oh, yeah. Yeah, that whole... that Oh... I, I keep seeing ads for those, but I forget what they're called. But hey, we have these here. Let's let's go ahead and bite the bullet and yeah. It's, uh... All right. Cheers, good buddy. Bottoms up. What the hell is that? Whoa! Uh, whoa! <laughs> that's that's definitely pineapple. Listeners, these are honest reactions. I've never had this. No, I, don't I think Joshua's ever had his. Like <laughs> no. this is. This is honest, unscripted reaction. Good lord, what the hell is this? So, so it's really, and I know I have the dual flavors. This is really pineapple front heavy, mm -hmm. but then and, and like, but but then like the aftertaste is like tangerine, like 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 pith almost. Like it's not even like fun. Oh, yeah. But I can I can I can make this work. I can make this work. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Okay. So those flavors with a rubber coating almost it's weird i don't know it's weird really yeah because mine it mine does taste clean like it just tastes like super watered down pineapple juice but yeah hmm. okay I, I'm, I'm, right I'm starting to come around to this i'm starting to come around to this maybe it's that you know we're not we're not used to it and we're, that could be you, you just said that we have like we we you said that you're into the dark maltier beers mm. and we've well established this that we are dark beer guys and mm -hmm. i think seltzer is is the hardest turn away from that as you can get so yeah just about well and and, and i know i could almost imagine too like maybe maybe we're also getting ahead of ourselves because because this like if it were a nice warm day and i'm outside and doing some activity then yeah I, I could see this fitting in really well but it does feel kind of weird to be drinking something like this just indoors um still kind of in the winter as opposed to say oh i don't know what what's what what would you like to do jonesy like if you could go out there right now what's something what's an outdoor activity that that you think is like gosh darn it it's long enough it's long enough since i haven't done this and i want to do this yeah, I, if I was going to, so I don't know, it has been a while. And if, if I'm going to pick like my favorite summertime activity, it's going to be fishing. But I'll be honest, I'm not going to bring this fishing with me. Like I'll get laughed at. <laughs> yeah, right. You have to like <laughs> put that in like a koozie or like paint it like, or yeah, like a, like a sleeve or something that makes it look like um, something more respectable. Spray painted silver. What are you drinking? Oh, that's the new super thin Coors Light Tall Boys. Well, but 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 Coors also has a new hard seltzer now, and I haven't tried it because I don't want to. But I I don't know. Maybe I'll have to. <laughs> I don't think I will try it. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, even if even if we can't be there right now, and even if we're drinking things that we wouldn't necessarily be drinking, what if 
what if we just at least talk about fishing? Because that 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 might be a good you know sort of topic to get our mind off off the drudgery and and yeah, I like fishing. You like fishing. Why don't we Why don't we talk about fishing today? Yeah, but before we do that, I do want to point out, because you did say we're doing this because we wouldn't typically do it, mm-hmm. and the reason that we're doing four hard seltzers tonight is a part of our ongoing Pokemon challenge. We will drink four different things each week yep. for the next three weeks. As you listeners, you might remember last week I challenged Joshua to uh, to a playthrough of uh, Pokemon Ultra Sun and or Ultra Moon. He's got Ultra Sun, I've got Ultra Moon. And then at the uh, end of this, we're going to battle each other and see who the ultimate Pokemon master is. But I kind of like the idea of, you know, we also add a little drink challenge. So, yeah, tonight yeah. is four hard seltzers. Next week will be four beers. And then after that, I wonder what else has four in the name that we have consumed in the past. That could be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, but that's just a for, real puzzler. Yeah. Hmm. No, no. It's yeah. A real puzzler. Yeah. <laughs> well, I reckon we'd go loco just trying to think about it. Well, I imagine one one very well could. Yeah. Um, yeah, they could they could go loco trying to think about four things. Hmm. 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 <laughs> Gold. Gold, even. <laughs> or what was or sour apple? Yeah, I guess I could maybe try sour to work apple that in. Fruit punch. I could maybe work that oh. in somehow. But <laughs> I am already afraid of two weeks from now. <laughs> yeah. Preemptively frightened, and you yeah. should be too, listeners. You should. You, you should be. Yeah. If you know us. And we do. <laughs> that is one thing that I have, oh, excuse me, become abundantly aware of is I have definitely kind of come to know myself a little bit better doing this project. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But uh, yeah, we don't so want to get We have our hard far. seltzers. Let's, let's go fishing. Yeah, Joshua. let's go fishing. Gone fishing by a shady, weighty pool. Did you ever hear that song? Get it, baby. Oh, um, I'm sure I have. I just it was uh, the the one that I'm thinking of is a kind of duet with uh, Bing Crosby and Louis Armstrong, and and it's, okay. and it's pretty it's pretty swell. And and I can kind of I can kind of do a Louis Armstrong voice, but it's like gone fishing, got your hound dog by your side, gone fishing, fleas are biting at his hide. Oh. And yeah, it's just a nice little. That is not half bad, buddy. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, uh, I have many fond memories of listening to that song. Ironically, not when I was fishing because I didn't want to drop my like disc man in the river and ruin it. Because <laughs> this was two thousand four. <laughs> oh man. But anyway, so yeah, fishing would be a great topic. Dive yeah, into just... it. Should we just dive into yeah. it? Oh, and, oh, oh, hey, oh, 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 hey, oh. oh, oh, oh. I'm going to take another drink of this hard seltzer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. The more I go, the better it tastes, I think. Maybe. I don't. Maybe it's like um, maybe it's like trying to get a really lightweight car up an icy hill. You just kind of have to like rock yeah. it back and forth and build up momentum. And then once you're up there, you're up there. So, um, yeah. Well, Jonesy, what, what, what type of fishing do you like to do? Are you... Uh, more kind of lake, more kind of river. It's kind of far uh, when we were living in Colorado. Yeah, it's kind of far uh, to get to the ocean to do fishing. But what what mm-hmm. what what fishing do you like to do? I am a big fan of lake fishing, mm. and I guess to quantify that, I don't like trout fishing, and I know that's all there is to do in Colorado. Right. Yeah, 
But I grew up, um, I was fortunate enough that my granddad took me fishing a lot and we would go to a place outside of Longmont and it was, all it really was, was a, uh, irrigation pond, mm. but it was a pretty, it was a, it was a good size pond mm -hmm. and it was warm enough that it could support a variety of fish that some guys got together and bought the land up and decided to kind of like make it a club type deal. Oh, that's awesome. And yeah. And so like, it's big, it's big enough that it, it holds a bunch of duck blinds and stuff. I think all told it's like 20 acres or something. It's a that's awesome. good size kind of complex of land. Yeah. So we spent a lot of time up there when I was a kid and that lake has like, I know they stock some mm -hmm. for a while there, they were stocking some stuff like walleye, but then sort of just like other fish just kind of showed up. Like there's a pretty solid bluegill and carp population. Um, a lot of catfish and then largemouth bass are in there too. So nice. it's kind of a cool, like wide variety of that really just, is, you know, freshwater lake fish in North America. But like I said, I don't like trout fishing so much and they, you know, they don't like that kind of muddy or stagnant or not stagnant, but you know, right. Yeah. Warmer, muddier water. So they stay out of there. And it was always kind of a nice mix, but then he, we also, we also would go up to uh, Grand Lake in the mountains and mm. fish for trout quite a bit, trout and uh, and uh, like Mackinac salmon and stuff. So, I think lake fishing is my kind of favorite. Yeah. How about you? I well, and, and and I'm I've I've done some lake fishing, but I think just by uh, by dint of my doing more river fishing, I, I guess that's kind of what I'm more used to or enjoy. Um, and, and yeah. Uh, I would I would go a little bit um, like with like with some of my grand grandparents, um, but a, but a lot of it too was 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 just with my dad who'd uh, go up to um, yeah I don't know just some random stream or uh, river up there in the mountains and and yeah lots of lots of rainbow trout um, I think my dad caught a pike once once or twice oh okay yeah um, but then we'd also go to uh, um let's see or is it is it big big meadows right big meadows yeah 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 we would go there every once in a while and sort of not like spend the night camping but we'd like pack up a bunch of stuff and and uh the whole family would go out and and yeah like you know grill up some hot dogs or whatever fish a couple times and then like right when the right when it would start to get dark and we couldn't fish anymore we'd drive back home and it'd be like yeah like hour and a half two hour drive back home um nice but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah. yeah have not done any like i mentioned have not done really any ocean fishing because colorado yeah. is a landlocked yeah, state same. pretty far away well and then like sure there's a one there, there there's also the ocean fishing where you're just going off of a pier or whatever um mm -hmm. but then there's the other kind where no like you're in a boat and you're like way out there and you're like wrestling with marlins and a uh, thousand pound test string and you essentially have to like get it close enough to the boat and then you like stab it with a harpoon and then that's how you actually get it <laughs> yeah which that would be like i i liked reading old man in the sea but i don't want to mm -hmm. be like drug around by a by a by a huge fish for a couple days and they just have sharks eat it spoilers spoil well <laughs> spoilers for a Probably a hundred-year-old story. Yeah, just come, we're coming up on it. Come on, guys. Jeez. Go read Old Man of the Sea. Go read Old, Old Man of the Sea. And then, as you're reading story. it, as you're reading, um, find a find like a sturdy post or something, and like wrap a rope and tie tie a rope around this post, and just like pull on that rope with all your might for like <laughs> a full day, and then you'll understand what Santiago was going through. Yeah. <laughs> 
my brother took a trip to Alaska and he went halibut fishing and he said the weirdest part about it was when they got the ones that they were going to keep, the guy pulled out a Taurus Judge, which is a 45 caliber pistol, put it to the skull plate and just blew the thing apart. Because halibut are have a massive skull yeah. pl- or have a, have a really like bony skull and they are super dangerous. And these were like... Upwards of, you know, in the two to 300 pound area. Oh, jeez. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. So instead of like, so they would gaff them or whatever and then just shoot it in the head. Right. Yeah. Well, and. And, and sometimes they wouldn't die, which is terrifying to me. Well, and, and, and that's also kind of the whole, um, just kind of like the larger hunter's creed, hunter's ethos, right? Like, don't, don't inflict unnecessary harm. Don't like, like the whole like mercy killing, like try to make it clean and all that. Um, mm-hmm. And, and yeah, for like a little, like a little trout, that's just a knife to the back of the skull and sever the spinal cords there. But some fish, you just have to shoot in the face. Shoot it in the head. <laughs> Funny enough that you mentioned Alaska. The the Mrs. Hobbit, she actually lived in Alaska when 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 she was younger, when she was like a little kid. Really? Yeah, and she was telling me like roughly. Ages of like five to eight, something like that, and okay. uh, she 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 tells the story quite a bit. Um, where one of the big uh, uh, sort of forms of fishing or, or ways to fish up there is called uh, um, what was it a dip dip net, where it's mm-hmm. basically like because the like sam and, and, and for salmon right because the salmon are yeah, are right. are swimming up to a, a spawn, and so you just have your net. And you're watching them come up, and you just dip your net in and scoop them out. And yeah, she said um, um, there, there was one time that, that she'll never forget. She was probably like like six or seven, so like still like a little kid. And she just happened to be wearing some like bright colored. I I, I don't even remember if it was like bright pink or orange or yellow or something like that, but some like bright colored um, uh, pants and, and her boots and all that. And here she is like wading into this. I'm sure like really wide river not super deep mm-hmm. um and like everyone's saying like oh yeah the salmon are really attracted to the the bright pants that you're wearing there and she was like flipping them out like crazy and like catching uh king really yeah yeah and, and, and like and like catching king salmon that were probably as tall as she was as like a six-year-old girl <laughs> Holy crap. But yeah, like it was a big thing. It was a big thing. Well, and I want to say too um, that they have something in Alaska where it's like, I'm, I'm sure there's some sort of like, you have to get a license and you have to do some sorts of stuff, but there's also a, a spirit of just like, no, go out and get and get get a fish. Just, just fish all the time because there's so much of them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she had so many stories of like going out again, like going out with her family and like going fishing and... And like smoking it afterwards, and um, um, and, and and so yeah, like like she always she always gets a kick out of telling that story. So like she's she's probably caught bigger fish than I, in fact I can almost guarantee that the Mrs. Hobbit has caught bigger fish than I have. Because I th- <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah, because I think my biggest one was maybe like a like maybe a foot long catfish. Which if you know anything about catfish, that's that's like nothing. It's kind of nothing at all. Yeah, yeah. nothing at all. But yeah. but again, I was like twelve. I was like, oh, look at this one. <laughs> so yeah, what's do you have any records of, of like your your biggest catch, your biggest haul? 
Uh, the biggest one I ever caught, and this was also, I think, honestly, the last time that I went fishing, I think, mm. was in uh, 2013. Uh, we went up to that lake that I was telling you about earlier with my granddad, mm-hmm. and I caught a seven-pound walleye. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. I remember yeah. you, like, shot me a, a text of that, and you're like, yeah. check, out, check out this bad boy. Yeah. Wasn't it, like, also close to a state record or or am i thinking I th- of something i think else? at the time the colorado state record was like eight pounds or something like it was there yeah you were knocking on the door where we were there's like no official way stations or anything so there's oh, it, you yeah. know like they lose mass after a couple hours of being dead and stuff right. and right 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 so i guess real quick um before we kind of get into what i wanted to get into are you a catch and release type guy or do you keep all your fish i i i um I definitely try to look for like the bigger ones. Like if it's a little runt that I happen to hook, then of course, yeah, it's well, and whatever the limit happens to be, because I know that that changes too. Right, right, right. So yeah, like I try to make my limit count. Um, uh, and and yeah, like some of the best. Um, it, if, if, fishing for me is also pretty closely linked to camping, and and it was. It's like all right, let's go catch dinner or breakfast or something like that. And then if okay, and then if you didn't happen to catch anything, well, there's some, uh, like, Dintimore stew that you can fire up on the on the grill. So like, you at least have something. But the, but no, a big part of it was, uh, yeah, like, hey, let's go, okay. let's go catch this, and then we'll we'll clean it off, and uh, fry it up in in a pan or something like that, and then you spend the next like two days picking fish bones out of your teeth. But but yeah, yeah. worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're like up in a mountain lake, like God, trout are just bony, stupid fish. Yeah, it's uh, it's dumb. It's dumb. Um, but also, also th- there was one other story that um, I was kind of reminded about. Um, you were saying that uh, that your grandpa's friends ha- had this lake kind like like kind of stocked, kind of kind of not. Um, I know every now and then they would stock it, but not. But yeah, but not like a regular. They started because they kind of started doing this deal, I guess, in the like the, I guess the early '80s. Mm-hmm. He was friends with a rancher that owned the land out uh-huh. there. And you got to remember, this was like back when all this was orange groves, as far as you right. can see. <laughs> yes. But it's just, a, it's a bunch of cattle land out in the middle of like mm-hmm. northern Colorado. So there's nothing out there. And there already was this lake. It already existed there. But I know that they, in the 80s, kind of started, they kind of stocked a little bit. But and I think, I think the big one they stocked were like some of the panfish. Yeah. Like bluegill and perch. Yeah. Well, it's really funny that you mentioned that too, Jonesy, because the other kind of hilarious fishing story is um, one summer, and and yeah, I was probably like grade school, maybe like third grade, fourth grade, something like that. Um, but we went up to see um, uh, the grandparents on on my dad's side of the family, and uh, they were up in Wisconsin and had a sheep farm, and uh, also on on their property was was this little pond. And apparently my grandpa had a deal arranged with somebody, with another farmer or something like that, where, where they kind of did like an uh, uh, aquaculture thing. So like it was my, mm. so it was my grandpa's pond, but this other guy would buy, and I forget, I forget what it was. I don't know if it was tilapia or something, but probably tilapia. Yeah, but, but like some kind of uh, commercial fish that that yeah. they would stock the pond with and then they had some deal worked out that, that when they grew up, the guy would harvest them and then sell them and then my grandpa would get a cut or whatever. Um, but anyway, so one summer we go up there 
and we're visiting and we go fishing at a different lake and we catch some catfish try and try and do something with them for dinner i, I know they're not exactly the best like maybe not the choicest fish uh, for eating but um but yeah like we did something like that and then apparently my brother jake i forget if he was trying to like clean it or something like that or just decided to let this one catfish be free <laughs> And so he, so he let this catfish in, into my grandpa's pond, and here are like all the little tilapia oh, God. babies. <laughs> oh no! Didn't, okay. Didn't tell anybody. Went back in. Oh, we finished no. our trip. Went back, and then sure enough, like later that year, whenever the the other guy came by, he's like, "Where the hell are all these tilapia? What's going on?" My grandpa's like, I don't know. Don't ask me. And then one day, like, just this monster catfish, <laughs> like, flopped over and, they, like, found it dead on the side of the uh, ponds there. And they're like, oh, that would do it. <laughs> That'll do it. And then, yeah, it was probably at the time my grandpa, like, put two and two together and was like, oh, shit. I can't. <laughs> I can never tell the story. I can't let this get out. This is... Uh... <laughs> And yeah, and it was. It was just this whole, like, years and years later, we had graduated high school. So they say, like, well afterwards, like, like we actually learned the rest of that story. And Jake felt super bad. He was like, oh, my God. I probably cost this dude, like, hundreds of dollars. And just oh, like, yeah. but, you know, that was back in 1995. Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. But Yeah. <laughs> it's funny it's funny you mentioned that like as long as you're doing bad fish stories i so it was about i don't know before 2000 i was still pretty young and pretty stupid mm. i'm still pretty young and pretty stupid well older but pretty stupid <laughs> but um i read in field and stream that the most dynamite catfish bait ever is a bit of hot dog with wd-40 on it and do you know what do you know what jug fishing is go ahead and tell me because i because i won't be able to so it's like, if yeah, I mean, like, gun to my head, it's my second favorite kind of fishing. And all you do is you get, like, an empty, like, a big, a big sturdy bottle. We use, like, empty uh, Clorox bleach bottles and or, like, the big, like, de- you know, like, the big liquid detergent bottles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously cleaned out and all that good stuff. And you take, like, 40-pound uh, test line and you run out about, oh, 10, 12 foot of it. And then you tie a couple hooks to it and a big heavy weight. And you just throw it out in the lake and you go away and then you come back later in the day. And uh, it's kind of fun to do, especially for the catfish, because once if you got one, as you start coming up on the jug in the boat, the jug will start moving away from you. Right, 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 right. And so I had read in Field and Stream that the best bait for catfish is a hot dog that you spray with WD-40. And I will tell you, it is absolutely deadly as bait. (laughs) And I didn't think about it because, you know, WD-40 is like an industrial lubricant and super bad for water. Right, right. (laughs) And I remember I was on Reddit one day and I was on our fishing and it was like, what's your favorite fishing tip? I was like, oh, when I was a kid, I used to put a hot dog with WD-40 on it. And oh my God, did I get my ass tripped? I'm like, number one, I was like 12. Number two was field and stream. Like, You're right. obviously the Bible for like outdoor yeah. knowledge and sportsmanship and conservationism. So I didn't think anything is wrong. And number three, shut the hell up. Like, yeah, don't get mad at really, me. My hot, my WD-40 dogs are going to kill this lake. No, it's your friggin', you know, cattle silage runoff. Like, right. Yeah. Like on the grand scheme of things, like. At, at most. I am not condoning it, but yeah. go try a hot dog with WD-40 on it. It kicks ass. Yeah, like at most, 
what like a, a a half an ounce even at most. That's not even that. It's just it's just it's enough to spritz. Yeah, like, that's that's not gonna that's not gonna do anything. I I imagine that you dump more oil in the water from your outboard than you do. You know, yeah, you probably or or just like 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 the oils off of your hand as you like dip in to like pull up, pull out your line or whatever. Like get get out of here, yeah. self righteous. In the grand scheme of it all, like I'm not I'm not the asshole that leaves you know 200 foot a liter rolled up on the damn bank. Like go to hell. Yeah, right, exactly, Mister High and Mighty. Ooh, yeah, and I get it, but at the same time, like at the same time, where I got my here. I got I got my ass ripped on Reddit, man. I, <laughs> Downvoted to oblivion, as the kids as might the say. Kids, as the kids say, yeah. Well, and, and then Is, that also, of course, makes me think of the um, legendary King of the Hill episode where <laughs> Hank jump and crack bass. Yeah, Hank Hank finds his uh, miracle bait that the fish like keep like literally jump into the boat because they want more of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, what what are some other either fishing trivia or history or I don't know. It 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 sounded like there were some other topics that you were wanting to wanting to get into. Well, so like my big one, and I just kind of I, I I don't want to say that I just like before we pick a topic, I go on Wikipedia and do a dump course on it. <laughs> But I did a dump course. I did a little bit of looking on Wikipedia today, and I was kind of surprised, but I don't know why I was surprised to find out that we have been fishing for 40,000 years as a species, yeah, Joshua. Well, and and even like that we have, this is always the thing that I try to keep in mind thinking about like long history is like, and, and that's just, yeah, that's just that we have evidence of. Like who knows how much further back. But yeah, like four, and, and 40,000 years. That's so... 40, thousand years yeah 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 so according to analysis of human remains and the tianyan man it's a fourth it's a forty thousand year old modern human from eastern asia mm-hmm. he was shown or they were shown or it showed that he regularly consumed freshwater fish yeah that's and then yeah like a lot of archaeologists will find like uh discarded like shell piles that humans got into mm-hmm. or discarded fish bones mm-hmm. And then there's tons of cave paintings that just show people eating fish. Yeah, like this has been a big part of us. Yeah, well, and it is because it's uh, it's um, uh, it's it's a it's a bountiful, self renewing, um, nutritious, and I I dare say that um, I mean maybe not quite as much mercury back then forty five thousand years ago. Um, but, but still, yeah, like it's, it's a thing. And, and I know, uh, Ron Swanson would disapprove because fishing is for sport, not for eating. Fish is practically a vegetable. Um, (laughs) but, but yeah, but still, yeah. Like, and, and it's, uh, and and I think especially, I think especially in any sort of like coastal area, cause like, sure there's river fishing and there's lake fishing, but yeah, like if you live on on the coast, like you're darn tootin', you're going to be eating a whole lot of fish. Do you like fish? I know I'm totally like breaking the flow, but do you like fish or I? Because I know that you have, I know that you like uh, trout and eggs. Mm-hmm. I know yeah, that. One. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and that's it. that's just it too. It's like growing up in a landlocked state and not and not being exposed to as wide or as fresh a variety of seafood. Um, like yeah, like 
shrimp is fine and that kind of stuff. Um, I do love me some sushi and sashimi. Um, a nice like seared tuna steak is is also really good. So so I I do I do like fish, but but of course mm-hmm. like I, I think. I, I think just because I'm not as familiar with it, I, I didn't quite get the palate growing up. Yeah, like it if it's bad, even if it's just like a little bit bad, like count me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fair. I don't, I don't really like fish at all. I like salmon, that's fine, but yeah. Other than that, I'm, I'm not into it. I don't know. And, and you know, it's funny even mention like catfish isn't the best. My brother loves catfish. Yeah, he will, he, he will fry it and eat the hell out mm-hmm. of it. But he also. He'll go, he goes fishing, I think every three days he, oh, wow. he'll drive up, he lives in Springs. He, he'll drive up to 11 mile oh. <laughs> does work, man. Like yeah. he's won several tournaments up there. Like, Dang. yeah, I think if he could pick one thing to do with his life, it would just be to fish. Yeah. Yeah. But he eats it all the time. And mm-hmm. right. I'm just like, Oh cool. Look at all these. I guess, I guess call me a coward, but I prefer my bones as a tea in a steak. Yeah. Right. Or in a chicken wing where there's just like one or two, you yeah, know, and you can and, instead of have to, yeah, the like threaded everywhere. And, um, well, well but you're, yeah. you're, you're fairly warm on sushi, right? Like, oh, I hate sushi. Oh, really? I think it's disgusting. Oh, okay. I thought, oh, yeah. I don't know. I, Slimy, I, cold, gross. Like, <laughs> I must have. So, I think I once equated it to phone sex. If you don't think about what you're doing, it's fine. But then as soon as you like stop and break it, you're like, wait a minute, I'm eating cold rice and fish egg or raw fish and rice. Oh, okay, great. Oh and God. I can't have tempura. Okay, thanks. You know, right. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm usually like, yeah, pretty game for for sushi. The one, I've only tried this one once, and I don't think I ever want to try it again. Um, but uh, it was, it was a kind of special occasion, and we all went out and wanted to get some sushi. And um, their daily special was uni, which is sea urchin, mm-hmm. and. Again, like the four or five of us were like, well, if it's the daily special, we, we got to try it. <laughs> and I think I was the only one who actually like had a full a full on one. Um, and because because it was like it was like licking a boat. It was just <laughs> it was just super salty. Really? Yeah, it was super salty. This kind of mushy sort of sort of texture, which apparently that's the like selling point. It's like, no, the point is it's supposed to be mushy. And really briny, and, and and so yeah, like that was that was that was the most um, that was the most challenging uh, piece of sushi that I've ever had. Uh, but in general, oh, I like I like uh, okay, fair yeah. enough. But um, but okay. yeah, it's it's weird. I do go nuts for like every other aspect of Japanese culture, but I not I sushi. cannot stand sushi. <laughs> I hate sashimi. The only one that I would consider eating is a uh, taco, and that's octopus. Yeah, and I won't eat it because like. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be that guy for a minute here. Don't eat octopus. They're crazy intelligent. Yeah, they're practically like, yeah. They are they are sympathetic. They are, you know, people get all hung up on oh pigs are so smart. Pigs aren't friggin' smart. Pigs are idiots. Like pigs are terrible, right. brutal creatures. Kill every friggin' pig. Eat all the bacon. But like, octopus are curious. They are they are inquisitive. They can learn. Like they like do math. Yeah. I, I've even like I, yeah. They're they're insanely intelligent. And I just. I don't, I don't know. That's, that's my like one moral stance for all this. And I'd like to point out too, 37 minutes into this episode, we're not here to talk about like, is fishing right or wrong? Do they <laughs> yeah. feel pain? No, they don't feel pain. 
If they felt pain, they'd come right to you when you pulled them in, but they don't. They fight it, so shut the hell right. up. Right, 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 right. Like, <laughs> I will get all great chain of being on fish because fish are idiots, but octopus are loving creatures. Like, be cool to octopus. Yeah, and if you have a problem, take it up with the people 40,000 years ago who... Yeah, first first started this. Like, look, we we didn't ask for you know. Yeah, we we didn't want to inherit this space of eating a bunch of fish. And and I'm also I, th- that said, I am also sympathetic to like, yeah, like the sort of sustainable thing. Like, we can't just overfish all these waters and then always always conservation. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two hobbits have talked before. We were all about conservation. All about conservation. Like, all about nature. Uh, and and yeah, there are ways to do that. Um, responsibly and sustainably and all that yeah 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 um yeah (laughs) really quick i have an update to my hobbit's goblet i'm moving on to uh my truly number two which will be i'm and maybe we can cut this out but what do you know i I am literally i i I just finished my first one and i'm about to open my second and this is uh oh boy uh key lime guava that's what i have next on deck Okay, the closest I have to that is passion fruit, so I okay. will crack yeah, my passion fine. fruit. Yeah, that's fine. Here it is. Yeah, here it is. Which, um, well, quick quick sip. Oh, sweaty chonch. I hate passion fruit. We sell them at work. I here, Okay, cutting in really quick with Mark with Produce Corner. We sell passion fruit at work, and I don't know why. It is nasty <laughs> Shrek cum boogers. Like, ugh. You talk about You talk about your uni being, uh... Uh, like super like gelatinous and like salty passion fruit is just like jellied nasty covering seeds that smells like body odor and tastes like i guess body odor yeah that's just if it. you could if you could lick an armpit at burning man four days in that's what passion fruit tastes like to me maybe i'm not getting it but i guess it is passionate though because it does inspire like a definite feeling of hate right so mission yeah it, it uh stirs stirs the passions in, in one way or the other and and yeah this um oh, so this a uh, key lime guava yeah it's exactly it's like yeah just like chewing on uh yeah like lime lime peels i'm not really getting any guava at all but that's okay because i know it's also a little more subtle um kind of a taste but yeah this is this again this this will do <laughs> I, I still, I like, um, whatever, I like pineapple better than passion fruit, so for ranking these bad boys. Okay, all right. Yeah, well, that's also a good idea, too. We can kind of keep keep tabs on uh, where these fall, so. Uh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Um, all right, so. Anyway, back at it. So, I guess we kind of got off topic a little bit with whatever. I don't know. I, I'm blaming the... <laughs> Is this stuff like making you like really burpy too? I'm I haven't gotten that just yet, but I can feel I can start to feel that. Um, yeah, yeah, like that's. Right I also had Taco Bell right before we recorded, so maybe that's, <laughs> maybe, that's right, maybe that's part of it too. Yeah. Boy, I'm just full of poor choices tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So one thing I did want to point out, and I think this is super cool. Apparently, humans have been using fish hooks since like the very beginning. But the first metal fish hooks show up in the 12th dynasty in Egypt, which is 1,000. Let me try this again. 1,991 years ago, uh, BCE. Yeah, I was going to say that's probably... Which, God, that is insane to me that we've been making fish hooks since then. Well, yeah, yeah, and because it is, it, it's like, what What would the process... Like, so many things we take for granted. Like, we take for granted, like, okay, how am I going to... Not even, like, even beyond just, like catching a fish like we, we we take for granted so many things like ah i'm hungry why don't i fry an egg and to like mm-hmm. be the like 
first early human who's just so hungry and so miserable. It's like, all right, I'm here's the thing that kind of looks like a rock, and I saw that, and, and, and I saw it come out of a bird's butt, but I, I just got to eat it. I, I'm so hungry. I have no choice. Yeah, and, and then to apply that more to our topic, yeah, like the first person is like, God bless. Like, I just, I just, like, I've had these things before. I've had these, like, fish that swim, but how can I catch them more? Well, maybe I'll just, like, stick them. But if, but if it's a straight, sticky thing, it just slides right back out. So I got to put a bend in it. I got to put a hook in it. Mm-hmm. Hey, there we go. Let's call it a hook. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And just, like, it, it makes me appreciate the tens of thousands if not hundreds of thousands of years of like us poor measly humans like 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 crawling around crawling on like dirt and rocks trying to eke out survival so that here you and i can sit jonesy as hobbits and drink a fruity hard (laughs) seltzer and talk into magic electricity boxes well, even that, even just like, without getting way too crazy, just the way that human communication has changed, mm-hmm. we are, what, I think 1,200 miles away from each other, and we might as well be in the same room drinking the same crap, yeah. talking about something. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go to hell, Pharaoh. You don't, Yeah, you got this pyramid, but do you know what Skype yeah, is? You know what Skype <laughs> is? Get out of here. Yeah. I mean, they totally did because the pyramids produced Wi-Fi, but that's, for, that's another topic. <laughs> yeah. Well, but that's also, yeah, uh, but, but, but that's also 19,000 years BC, like that's or 1900 years BC. That's insane. Yeah, that's insane. Like, well, and, and, and also kind of to, to your point to sort of like uh retcon where that, that little tangents, like, like, like uh, fishing stories and like coming back, like sure. There's the whole, like, let's gather around the campfire and talk about the hunt or whatever, but like fishing stories is its own thing. Like we start, and that's in fact even how we started this episode. We started talking like like sharing fishing stories, and who knows how far back that has been a thing? Probably as far as yeah, like the evidence that we have for fishing. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, imagine like Crow Crow Magnon Man mm-hmm. is like, oh, me find huge fish in river, and me had him, but then eagle swooped down and uh, scratched at my head, so I had to fight off the eagle, and the fish swam away. Uh huh. Shut up, Krog. Shut the hell yeah, up. Yeah. I don't want to eat more damn grass. Yeah. Oh, sure, sure, Krog. We've heard that one before, yeah. It's like, no, I swear, <laughs> was as big as my forearm, just sun got an eye and lost hold of fishing fishing line. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Of course. Yeah, all right, whatever, Krog. <laughs> Which, that's the other... So, so I guess we have been sort of assuming uh, fishing... With yeah, like a hook and line and tackle it and all that, um, mm-hmm. but I I honestly think like spear fishing would be pretty neat to try. Oh hell or, yeah! Uh, we used to gig carp at that lake in yeah uh, Long yeah, yeah yeah. Or the other one that like I I still have to kind of wrap my mind around this too. But like there's also like bow fishing where like you yeah. shoot a bow and arrow into a goddamn river and then you pull a fish out like how badass is that no that, yeah without again plugging him too hard my brother is he's sort of like a weird crack shot with a well i guess every dan's weird <laughs> dan is literally um what was that dude's name dick savage or whatever dick oh fury. yeah <laughs> you know what i'm talking about doc fury whatever 
Mark Trail. He's Mark Trail. He is literally like, I don't know where the hell that. I'm thinking of Doc Savage and then like whatever. But just like Dick Savage, all those Dick old Fury. like 1900s like. Right, right. I think Dick Fury is a porn star. Probably. Um, or if not, yeah. There's your free name for the episode. Kids. If he wasn't one make, now, he go make is. a ska band and call it Dick Fury. <laughs> but no, he is a crack shot with a uh, bow and arrow, and he kind of dips a toe every now and then to that. Like, yeah. he'll um he'll he'll go out and he'll just uh shoot grass carp with it because grass. It, and again, talking about conservation, all this like. Grass carp would invasive species. Right. We brought them in to do something, I think, to combat water hyacinth that we imported way back when. And right. Trying to... Yeah, like, and you can see, like, the... You can see, especially in the Deep South, like, the spawning runs of these carp where they're just, like, launching themselves out of the river by the scores, mm-hmm. and they're killing everything, and nothing eats them because carp are, like, the most garbage fish that right. ever garbage. Like, <laughs> well... Actually, Mark... All my love for octopus, it's literally the opposite with carp. Like, if you see a carp in the street, yeah. shoot it. Like. Well, well, and actually, uh, uh, kind of going back to our um, uh, uh, eating fish and preparing fish, do you know the best recipe for carp? Throw it on the bank and let a dog eat it? Uh, well, you could do that, but then you would... <laughs> but then I would feel bad for the dog. Um, but no... Good point. Good you point. get one of those cedar planks, right... Uh-huh. And you like soak it because you have to do that too. So you get a cedar plank, put a carp on it, uh, grill that for, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Put that on the grill for like 10, 15 minutes or whatever. Um, and when it's done, you throw the carp away and eat the cedar plank. <laughs> that's an old, oh, that's an old, old fishing joke right there. <laughs> I love that. Oh man! And I heard from my father as he heard from his father before him. Through which, yeah, also going back like forty thousand years. How many like fishing jokes or you know, like fishing stories oh, and God. stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. You know, okay, yeah. So yeah. fishing is an integral part of the human experience. What it means to be human. Um, well, and even like they say that humans became humans because we started eating more protein. Right. Because we started cracking bones and stuff. We cracked the bones, allegedly, that, you know, the predators couldn't crack and eat. And then we would scoop out that sweet, sweet buttery mm-hmm. marrow and then eat that. And something about the extra protein. But then also, like, humans sort of evolved along waterways, too. Yeah. And fish are crazy protein rich. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's just, yeah. Well, and, and I would imagine, too, that. As uh, those early humans were eating other food sources and then like, all right, here's like all the spent bits or the hard things that we can't eat. Let's just throw it into the river and then it washes downstream. Well, hey, that's that's a food source that we're introducing. And so and so, yeah, that that aquaculture, maybe I don't know, that would be a really interesting research project that I'm sure someone has already written a dissertation on. Um, oh, that'd be insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, and, and even and even sort of like uh, mythologically, um, and I don't know if this was something that you want to dive into. Like, how many? Yeah, no, absolutely. I, again, because like it, it's such a broad topic. Because literally, it's it's sort of one of these weird backbones of human civilization. Is no, we eat a crapload of fish. Yeah, and then see what, like, and then and see without getting too David Attenborough about it, like yeah. it the the water systems are tied to humans and all this right. good stuff, but like. Mm-hmm elk don't reproduce you know like land stuff on land doesn't reproduce like fish do like right you know i i don't, I don't know it's it's like you're saying like it's just there mm. 
and especially early on, like yeah. it's just there. Yeah. It's all there. Well, it, I, and, yeah. And 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 I'm thinking about all the stories too. Like, uh, um, like of course, like uh, to to speak biblically, there's the story of Jonah and the whale, right? And uh, yeah. or well, and, and even the Leviathan is another. And it talks about you can't catch the Levi- you can't spear the Leviathan, and you can't give him to bite a hook. Like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, try yeah. as you can. You're not gonna. Well, and even um, oh, it's been a long time since I've read Beowulf. I, that, that's how. That's honestly probably one that I need to re- revisit. Oh yeah. But wasn't the whole things like uh, uh, Brecca? I think that was a dude's name. Yeah, he swam. Yeah, there's a swimming contest against Bre- what, Breca the Strong. Yeah, and like as they're swimming, and Beowulf would have won, but there was sea serpents. Yeah, and yeah. so he's like having to like punch these like fish along. Which again, like, isn't that a, isn't that like a like a bit of a fishing fishing tale? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, our one of our favorite uh, Lovecraft stories, Dagon, mm-hmm. is taken from the Mesopotamian fish god Dagon. Yeah, like. Yeah, it is. It's just, um, well, and, and it's also, yeah, that, that thing too. It's like, and, and then this is very much Lovecraft. The whole, like, the, the, the mysteries of the deep. And sure, mm-hmm. it's really nice to have all these fish or even, like, shellfish and, and things like that that, like, we can eat and, like, sustain ourselves with. Um, but, yeah, you get too far out there and you can't see. You can't see, but the, you know the water keeps going and going and going. Uh, and it gets darker and darker, and, and who knows what lies down there at the bottom. Um, and, and yeah, that's when you get things like the the kraken and um, all of that stuff too. I think too. It's I don't know. It's weird, and I don't want to talk about like oh the ocean is so cool, but it's there's so much to it. Yeah. I don't I don't know. It's well, I think that's too deep for us. Yeah, to... it could be, could be, but but we're still actively exploring. The depths of the ocean, and there's that famous kind of um, uh, assertion, I, I guess, that we know more about the surface of the moon than we do about the ocean floor. We're still finding weird fish and weird creatures down there. Um, so yeah, it's it's just it's just going to be more things that we can hook with a yeah with with a, with a fishing hook and like reel up and maybe try to eat. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, and and the point I wanted to make before I fumbled around because I couldn't think of the article or what it was called. Um, you're talking about the mysteries of the ocean and everything. <laughs> Did you see that deal about the like mystery great white shark? Oh. Or I guess I guess that's a dumb lead in. So scientists are tracking a great white shark, <laughs> and this was in 2014. And I'm trying to like crash course this. Uh, this shark had been tagged with like a monitoring box. Oh right, right. And so the shark is just chilling, swimming around. And then all of a sudden, the shark drops down something like half a mile deep. Oh, yeah, yeah. And gets super hot. And it was a nine-foot shark, and they it was just a bigger fish that took it. They don't know. According to this, they're saying it was another shark that was like 16 feet long, but I don't think so. Don't that know. that like, seems like a cover story if I ever heard one. It's like, oh, no. It's I mean, a... honestly, like, yeah, it totally was not Cthulhu. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that totally sounds like a, yeah. don't, n- nobody panic. It's just, it was just a slightly bigger shark. That's all. Yeah, but yeah, like a nine foot great white shark, apex predator of the ocean, just gets nailed and drugged down half a mile deep, deeper than it was. Yeah. And then, yeah. Whoops. 
God, I hate... <laughs> okay, so, um, all right, so I guess really quick, let's do some, like, lightning round okay. here. For We're talking about fish we like and don't like, and I took a hard stance against octopus, mm-hmm. Is there? and you took a pretty hard stance against sea urchin. What's something you would try but haven't tried yet? Ooh, oh... Everything is on the table. If it lives in water, you can Okay, I... Except for mermaids, because, right. you know, they're not right. verified. Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> I, I know that I'm... Uh, that I would be putting a lot of trust in the person that prepares this, but I, I actually kind of want to try fugu, the like, the yep. like, uh, uh, fish that needs to be prepared in a very certain, very precise way, otherwise it's poisonous and you die. Like I kind, I kind of want yeah. it. Like if, 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 uh, someone like offered this to me and said like, no, like this, this, uh. Uh, this this sashimi uh, chef, he's 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 does he's done this hundreds of times. He knows what he's doing. It's it's for free. You don't have to pay anything. I would I would I kind of want to try fugu just to say that I have. I I would try fugu just to say that I had yeah. to. Yeah yeah yeah. Um, I want to do Japanese spider crab. I like oh, crab yeah. a lot. I know crab doesn't count as fish, but I, I love crab. And, oh, my God, if I could have a 12-foot yeah. long <laughs> batch of it, ooh, chocolate giddy yeah. up, baby. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I, I was kind of thinking about that, too. Like, yeah, some other um, – well, and, and isn't that kind of funny, too? Like, it seems like for as, like, prolific that fish are and – even getting into like invasive species, like like they grow everywhere, they thrive in, in all these different places, and of course, like conservation and don't overfish and all that. Um, yes, but but and at the same time, it seems like some of the most expensive or uh, rare uh, food items are something like yeah, seafood or fish. Mm-hmm. Where because like I know there's a whole like. Uh, caviar thing like like really intense about caviar and like that's that's this really rare fancy thing to eat uh fugu like like we talked about crab lobster yeah it, it does seem to be like a lot of sort of seafood items are the really high dollar ticket and i guess part of it's like the effort behind it i mean you watch deadliest catch or whatever right. and it looks pretty rough yeah 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 it does it does but play a factor totally Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I am starting to get the burps um, from the hard seltzer. <laughs> it's, it's happening. It's happening. I also kind of horsed this one because it was really yeah. bad. I'm I'm almost ready for my third. Um, yeah, I could I could yeah. You let me know when you're ready, and I'll I'll crack my third. Well, in fact, I'm gonna God, I'm like drink some non-sparkling just regular yeah. <laughs> water here. So okay, so we're gonna crack open our third uh, hard seltzer, and what do you have, Joshua? I've got mango, and I'm nervous about See, it. See, and and I actually there's um. For like the non uh, alcohol seltzers, I actually kind of like the mango one, so I'm, I'm a little jealous. But mine is a uh, uh, cherry passion fruit, and I know, and, and and I know, Jonesy, you just had your produce <laughs> corner rolling about passion fruit, and I wish I would have heard that before I ended up buying this. But here, <laughs> here we go. Hopefully, it's more cherry and less passion fruit. But yeah, cheers, cheers buddy. That's not that bad. Actually, I think mango might be my favorite flavor. Okay, yeah, and and, and likewise, this is this is definitely more cherry heavy. 
Do do yours? I can almost. Is it is it a is it a tart cherry or is it? Does that make yeah. sense? Like, can you tell if it's like a, a like a Rainier or like a? Yeah, you know what I mean, it definitely is a tart tart cherry. It's it's not like a. See, maybe that would offset that like nasty. Yeah. I I'll, I can almost see how passion fruit is a good taste. Like if you like the flavor, yeah. But maybe that would kind of offset. Maybe that would be good. But well, and I don't know. and this is the other thing too. And I don't know if. You've even like thought to check with yours, like like each of these that I've opened and smelled, they smell really yeasty. Which like yeah, like I get it. You need yeast to make alcohol. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, these are all just very. It's like it smells like a loaf of bread, but then you drink it, and it's like oh, like fruit flavor. Oop. Yeah, I mine does mine don't really smell like anything. They smell vaguely of whatever they're saying they are on the can. Okay. But and who knows? Maybe like this, so. like maybe this is like an actual kind of brewed thing, versus like here's a hard seltzer and then we're gonna like add add alcohol to it. But yeah, I don't know. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, I there was one point I wanted to yes. make. We're talking about our lightning round of like forbidden fish and oh, food right, and stuff. Right. And I know they're not fish, but oh my god, I bet dolphin tastes delicious. <laughs> I know I got all like high on the hog about don't hurt octopus, but like, okay. Well, but here's the if thing nothing about else, dolphin. like it's documented that like dolphins are rapists. So. That's exactly what I was going to say. Like it, unfortunately, maybe there's enough bad apples in the dolphin bushel to mix metaphors kind of that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe some of you have just landed yourself on my dinner plate. Um, yeah. We only eat the rape dolphins. Don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. I, I honestly wish, like, okay, I don't wish. I How do you even say this without sounding like a total monster? <laughs> I want to eat, like, one of every whale. I wonder right? what it tastes like. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. what does sperm whale taste like versus, like, a humpback whale, mm-hmm. you know? Well, and if the Inuit peoples, if that's, if, if they're able to, like, survive and if, if it's not taboo for them... Like maybe, maybe the rest of us can have a little slack cut our way where it's like, okay, yeah. I have a just... weird fascination with whaling. Like, yeah, well, yeah, I get it. I get it's messed up. I get it's horrible. I get, oh, look how peaceful they're, whatever. Shut up. I don't care. I, but then again, like, I, I think that is, I, I think it is kind of looking at these, these otherwise just as vicious animals as anything else there with some rosy tinted glasses and i blame you save the whales like (laughs) it's just whale propaganda like again like we were talking about conservation and sustainability and blah 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 but like don't don't put whales on a pedestal don't put dolphins on a pedestal like we're all everything's fair game yeah, <laughs> with uh, of I, course like the riders. So yeah, Simpsons did it. Nuke the whales. Yeah, yeah. you got to nuke something. Well, and of course, I my mind always uh, turns to that um, <laughs> that amazing South Park episode where um, uh, uh, Stan yeah. Stan joins the oh what was the name of that even stupid I thing? I don't know the sea idiots. Yeah, whale whale patrol or whatever. That they're Get just the stinky butter. <laughs> and they're just all like pushovers. And he's like, no. And he fires a flare gun and blows up this <laughs> ja- quote unquote Japanese research ship. Um, yeah. I was like, dad. But I also do like, I don't know. I Which, which these are, we, we you're, you, you learn a lot of stuff by killing it and cutting it up, you know? Like true, 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 true. 
And, and like Randy's point at the end of that episode where the ira of the Japanese is turned to uh, cows and chickens and they go through and like merciful like and he's like, ah, finally, they're they're normal, just like us. Like valid point, valid point. They hate cows. Now they hate cows and chickens, too, like the rest of the world. Yeah. Before any yeah. of us get too high and mighty and throw stones like. Have you seen factory farms? Because I've smelled them driving through Kansas. I've smelled feedlots and slaughter lots. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Have you smelled? Have you driven through Greeley, Colorado? Yeah. Like we know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. I I well and and this is the other thing too. Like I I know part of the tragedy too is like when they get caught up in the nets intended to catch other fish. Like I kind of get that See, too. And that's where that's where I have the problem with it. Like. Because yeah, like net trawlers are—they're terrible. They're, there's got to be a better way. Yeah, like that—that that seems to be a little too unfair or a little too. Um, oh, I just lost the word. That's oh. not fair, Chase. You—you you, you nailed it. It's—it's it's not fair. Yeah, like, yeah, like a, a, a little too indiscriminate. I think that's the word that I was yeah. uh, that, that I was fishing for. Hey. Um, <laughs> yeah, where where it's like, all right, that's definitely playing with like cheat codes, versus like, yeah, if you're out it, and specifically in the context of hunting, right? Like, it's one thing mm-hmm. to like get a bunch of domesticated, yeah, like bison or whatever, and, and then like that's your commercial product, versus like, no, I'm gonna go out here and like, 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 like hunt. Like, I think that's that's a distinction. Like there's industry fishing versus like hunting fishing, and yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. fishing, fishing, and then there's yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but but yeah, also um, like what you're talking about with whaling too. There's a there, there is a lot of romanticism about whaling, and I think like rightly so because we we briefly talked about dangerous catch. Well, do dangerous catch, but on a wooden boat, <laughs> and yeah. for things that. Like, okay, cool. Like, we're harvesting these snow crab or whatever. Um, but what if a snow, but what if just one snow crab could smash your boat in half? Like, so yeah, I, yeah, like, and and I'm also sorry that at that time in the 1800s, we hadn't invented kerosene yet and we had to light our lamps with whale oil. I'm sorry that that scientific advancement hasn't been made yet, but we had to, our bad, yeah sorry we're only human um but but yeah 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 i think these seltzers are making us kind of evil i don't know could be this is the more i think about i'm like man whales (laughs) no you know what like if deer sang Mm -hmm. do you think we'd hunt you know what i mean like if you could hear the noises that deer make or you know not okay let me try it again if like a instead of like the weird like grunt squawk snort sound that deer make, if they like saying like beautiful yeah. resonant haunting things, yeah, like, deer are so intelligent. It's like deer are the dumbest creatures on earth. Like, <laughs> well, and this is the other thing too. I may, uh, I could try to do some internet research, but for right now, I'm gonna fly by the seat of my pants. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I also two hobbits. Yeah, two hobbits. I also remember hearing that. Um, there was maybe some sort of like testing about uh, uh, different different methods for using sonar mm-hmm. that kind of messed up some whale migration patterns and stuff like that. 
I th- oh yeah, that was totally a thing. Yeah. Yeah, which it was like, like the same. It was the same frequency, and it totally <laughs> their uh, navigation. Right, yeah. right, right. Which like yeah, like that part I'm sympathetic to, like because that's that that's that's like an unintended consequence that we didn't know about, and I'm sure that if you know some pencil neck like scientists came up to this navy ad, ad, admiral before and it's like uh sir actually this frequency resonates with the whale migration patterns i'm sure if we knew that before time we could have put some other things in place but man like we don't know yeah how but how how, how are you gonna know you know and yeah, yeah, yeah and not to say that like oh yes science gives us a blank check for mayhem it sort of does but like Right, we we got it. Yeah, the wheels of progress turn kind of slowly, and they kind of turn brutally every now and then. But and sometimes, unfortunately, that falls on creatures like dolphins and whales. Yeah. Just a. But back at the ranch, I bet dolphin. If nothing else, okay. Yeah. So, if you break this down, and like, I don't know. So, if we're saying that pigs are the smartest, like. Right. If if we're saying the pigs are a super smart animal that we still just consume wholesale. Because, like, I love pork chops, I love ribs, I love mm-hmm. bacon. Yeah. Get after it. Mm-hmm. I got to... Im- okay, octopus, I've also been told is really good. Octopus are super smart. Yeah. Is intelligence correlative with tastiness? Oh, man. Oh, And if so, Jonesy. how delicious are dolphins? Oh, Jonesy, that's a... How delicious are chimps? <laughs> how wonderful does Coco the gorilla taste? Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, yeah, these are making me evil. Yeah, it's I gotta I gotta I gotta reel this line back in and recast maybe. Right. Little, no, no, yeah. No. <laughs> okay, no, we we can we can try to like <laughs> stay afloat. <laughs> we can we can swim against the current or I don't know. I'm trying to think of also Isn't that doesn't that also seem to invite a lot of like terrible puns, all things nautical and um, Oh yeah. Yeah, like I, I and and maybe that also kinda goes back to like the the long documented tradition of fishing where mm-hmm. you just end up telling dad jokes and um yeah like two two fish are swimming up upstream and one of them hits his head and he says ah damn <laughs> <laughs> never never mind that a fish would know what a damn was right, right. yeah 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 but uh but but well and um <laughs> Yeah, all, all sorts of <laughs> nautical puns. Oh, no, actually, th- there was something else that I uh, wanted to mention about uh, whaling. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I have to admit, as a former, like, partial English major and English teacher, I've not read all of Moby Dick. I got, like, halfway mm-hmm. through it, and then, I don't know, life happened, and I was doing something else. Um, but my older brother, Jake, he found a Moby Dick uh, board game, card game kind of thing. Oh, really? And we've played it a couple times. We, it, it, and it's been a while since I've last played it, but it's so, oh my God, it's so good. Um, and the whole thing is like, each player is like the captain of their own whaling ship. And you're going along and you're picking up like like crew members and you're... Um, hunting other whales and selling them and stuff like that. And then there comes a point when Moby Dick shows up and the object of the game is to die last. Like, and oh, cool. Like, like you cannot, you cannot defeat Moby Dick. 
and it's just like smashing up all these other ships and you just pray to God that like your ragtag group of um, like Englishmen and uh, Pacific Islanders and whatever like like you just you just you just pray that like you're able to like clutch the broken mast and be the last person surviving um, and like wash up on the shores of like Newfoundland of, of Newfoundland or whatever. Um, and it's so fun. I, I, I it, it, it's been probably like, Oh man, it's, that sounds like a, I, that sounds like a lot of fun. I'm into that. It's such a great game. And I I'm think making a note of that. I think they did like a Kickstarter thing or an Indiegogo thing. I don't know if you can buy them out right now, maybe, but that would be so good. Oh, it's such a good game. Uh, but, 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 but yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I, I also have a lot of respect for, uh, those old whalers because I played a board game once. <laughs> Tenuously connecting to that, I had to stop playing Assassin's Creed Black Flag because all I was doing was whaling. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, dude, I spent so, there's a whole plot and I'm sure it's a rich game and I got to yeah. one of the other islands. I didn't really care. I just upgraded my uh, harpoons to do the most amount of damage. And I just killed everything that I saw. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That's so good. Well, and even, um, and I also know this is a big part of um, uh, Black Flag 2. And has also strangely kind of had a, a recent resurgence. Uh, but sea shanties. Like, I think like... Yeah, not, we, we mentioned it before, yeah. Yeah, like not even, like, like not only... Uh, fish stories and uh, silly jokes and stuff, but yeah, like just a bunch of a bunch of dudes just singing and uh, well, yeah, because like that was our music, our, our music yeah. singing episode, which like I think that's a whole that's a whole part of it too that adds a lot of mystique, a lot of power. Um, yeah, just dudes lonely and they had their like hard tack and their cup of rum, and then they just sing they just sing the whole time yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah man oh man yeah so okay so i guess we're kind of monsters because we're both really advocating for whaling and uh whatever can be later greenpeace i'm not saying do it i'm not saying we're gonna go like full on back to the 1800s right and like if it swims murder it like what is the right whale they named it the right whale because when you killed it it didn't sink right it like floated (laughs) Right, <laughs> but like sperm whales will sink, or like humpbacks will sink, mm-hmm. and like, but then like even still in Iceland they hunt mink whales, and yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was listening to a deal on that a couple weeks ago because I am gross for whaling, and they talk about no, this is like this is our food for like six or seven right. months. Yeah, exactly. And it's a way exactly. of life, and it's it, it's no different than like, or it is whatever it is, it isn't. It's no different than me like going and killing an elk, and then like that elk is my. I'll get you know two hundred something pounds of viable meat off that elk, and mm-hmm. that's my that's my winner. Like right. that's it. Right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It 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 is. If I'm hearing you right, yeah, it, it is a bit sort of like where where do we draw the line, and and who are you to draw the line at this spot when this is literally my family or even my village, my like my my towns. Not even just livelihood, but food. Like this is this is literally yeah. what we're gonna have to eat for the winter or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I, I am a bit. I am a big believer in like everybody ought to. You, you need to meet your meat. I think. Yes. But I absolutely. As, as brutal as it sounds, but 
at the same time, we are kind of like molly coddled with it. And it's just like, no, no, these chickens, they, these chicken legs don't come from anything. They're just there already. And it's yeah. like, no, they're, well, hell, cook a whole chicken. It's gross as hell. Like, yeah. And fishing is, I think, probably one of the like lowest barriers to entry to having that experience. Like, yeah, you hooked to this thing. You fought against it, even though it wasn't like it by no means is it a fair fight for me, like six, five, one ninety versus a, yeah, like 10 inch, uh, maybe a pound trout. Like it's not a fair fight, but like I, I wrestle with that thing. I pull it out of the water. I put a knife into it. I, I, uh, scale it and clean it. Yeah. And, and it is, it's like, and, and, and I think that's a, cause like how many, yeah, like how many coming of age stories or like young adult movies like have, have the protagonist, yeah, like, like clean their own fish and they're like crying the whole time. It's like, oh, but it's, it's a fish, but it's like, no, this is, this is the circle of life in miniature that you just experienced but, and, you, and you just called it like it's not a contest between you and this this trout but you know it's not a contest between the grizzly bear and the salmon either yeah that bear is gonna murk every friggin' salmon he sees without yeah. any hesitation until his belly is full and really yeah and really we are i mean we're we're still i don't care whatever humans are ascended what no we're not we're, we're still beasts like we're oh, yeah. still animals yeah like stop being so afraid to kill something and eat it you know and it's also weird to me, too, we're talking kind of like, not so much great chain of being, but like, how many vegetarians do you know that would, oh, well, I eat fish, that doesn't count. Well, yeah, it friggin' does. Like, you're still eating a living, breathing thing. Yeah, it, yeah, the, uh... Whatever weird rules you're putting onto it, I don't care what you're putting onto it. Yeah, the... Stop trying to justify it. Just eat the goddamn fish. Like, right. humans evolved eating meat. It is why humans are humans. Mm -hmm. Stop trying to rewrite the damn system and just do it. It's part, it is intrinsic to your experience and the experience of everything else that came before you, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and, 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 and yeah, like, it, it is. It's like that weird sort of either mind games we have to play, which, yeah, like, look at, look at you sticking your nose up at me with my ribeye or my, uh, yeah, like, uh, uh, chicken burger it's like oh no i'm a i'm a pescatarian it's like okay cool you're just killing a different animal and hey guess what if you eat anything other than plants yeah you're gonna end up eating like some other animal and 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 even then just just the just the fact that you're breathing in all these microorganisms that your yeah. immune system without any guidance from you they're they're just gonna like take those dudes out. Yeah, like that's that's kind of the programs. So, like get with it. <laughs> well, we kind of alluded to it in our plants episode. There are some plants that are we like plants communicate. Yeah. You know, through the mycelium network and mushrooms. Mm -hmm. So if if you could hear corn singing like whales, would you eat yeah. corn? <laughs> yeah. Number one, Nebraska becomes horrifying. Yeah. Well, or even more horrifying because it's already Nebraska on its right, own. Right, it's already Nebraska, but like... <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't know. And again, I'm not here tonight to like mm -hmm. piss and moan about like the ethics of hunting and fishing or whatever, but like, not, no. Yeah. Conservation and fair chase. Yeah, yeah. Well, well and, 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 and maybe then, this And then, you whole... know, fishing with bottles of Clorox because Clorox is a heavy bottle and doesn't sink, but like... 
Yeah. Well, and and maybe this will kind of get us back to it too. Is it, like it, it also seems to be, and I would like to think this is still the case, but like going fishing does seem to be a rite of passage. Like, all right, this is the oh, first. Yeah. This is the first time I got my license. I get my own uh, fishing rod. I don't have to like use this hand this hand me down or, or like borrow my dad's or my grandpa's or whatever. It it, it does seem to be like a rite of passage. Much in in mm-hmm. much in the same way that like hunting is is also a rite of passage, but and it's I think it's precisely because of that it's like it's it's opening this young person's eyes to like this is where food comes from, and finding and 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 being out there in nature in the wilderness and the quiet like that's that's honestly some of my favorite sort of parts about it is is, is like you hear yeah. either the the running water of this stream or this river that, that you're fishing in you hear the other wildlife um and yeah like you get like the point is to get away from your cell phone and to get away yeah. from uh this email or whatever and you just go out there and you're as as the saying goes like the the worst day of fishing is better than the best day in the office. Yeah. And it is. It's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's also, I think it's good for humans to reconnect with, like, not the primal, but just the primal. Like, yeah. We talk a lot. We've talked a lot about in the past, like, the forest is dangerous and unsafe. Don't go in there. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, go into the forest and remember where you came from. Yeah. Like, try to, like. We all came. And yeah, we're separated from it by by a million years mm-hmm. of, 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 of try that again. We're separated by this or from this by a million years of evolution, mm-hmm. but it's still there. It's still ingrained yeah, in us. Like, still, yeah. So like, try to plug back into that forty. Th- yeah, like any and on the scale of a million years. Yeah, try to plug back into that forty thousand year tradition of yeah, you know, like fishing, and um, yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh. All right, I I crushed my mango. We got one left. Yep, I'm I'm right behind you there. I'm surely behind you. It is weird how where we were syncing up with these. It is yeah, like a bit of. It also seems like we're taking about half an hour per drink, which is kind of. Funny. I, I was also noticing that as I'm seeing the which like, seems a little long, here. but so I for twelve ounces. So I kind of feel bad that I'm ending with probably the most basic flavor because like raspberries, like okay, raspberry, whatever. But but yeah, I that's what I have left. I have raspberry. Okay. And you yeah, said I got melon? watermelon and kiwi. Watermelon kiwi. Okay. 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 Yeah. So let's. Uh... All right. Here it is. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Huh. Hmm. Yep. That's that's raspberry. Yep. That's. Oh, I just noticed this. It's, it's not bad. I hmm. are, and I don't know if, if if you've even paid attention to this, but like I'm seeing there's a little bit that. Uh, it's kind of hanging by the like like minor colored, minor colored hard seltzers. Oh, I can't really tell. I just I just noticed that. Huh. I can't. Uh, no, mine looks like it's clear. Cause cause yeah, like I I I know like white claws are usually clear, and yeah, like Trulies, like you have. Yeah, that's have all of mine. Let me double check on my cans next to me here, my table. <laughs> Like, yeah, we definitely got to do a, po- a post mortem shot for this one. Oh yeah, no yeah, that will that that will be happening. Yeah, I guess. 
It, it looks like this raspberry and then maybe the cherry passion fruit were definitely kind of a dark red purple thing. Yeah. Actually, fun fun <sighs> fact about uh, yeah. So maybe not like fishing, but this is more yeah, like sea life, I guess. Um, so uh, uh, to make purple dye back in the day, back in the classical, you know, like Bronze Age times was like a big, was a big, big deal um, because mm -hmm. you had to harvest a certain, uh, uh, a certain species, um, a certain species of sea snails. And you would like grind up their shells and then it, it would make this purple color. And so this is called... Oh, damn. Yeah, and so this is called either uh, uh, Tyrian purple or sometimes Phoenician purple. Uh, and the ancient Greek word is uh, porphyra. And uh, yeah, it's it's the uh, shell of the Myrmex snail. And it's, Very cool. and it's this snail that just, yeah, kind of happens to grow there in the... Uh, uh, grow and live there in the Mediterranean Sea, uh, the and, and, and yeah, you just like harvest a bunch of these and like grind them down and process them, and uh, oh shit, and 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 so that's why purple was associated with royalty because it like took a, a big uh, effort to harvest this dye and uh, do all this stuff. Talking about like the evolution of like we were talking earlier about like oh yeah we've been fishing with hooks for you know two thousand years or three thousand years whatever. Mm -hmm. Or 4,000, I guess. If, yeah, whatever. But, like, and it hasn't really changed, but now, like, holy crap, dude. Just, like, oh, no, I got, like, ten purple shirts in my closet, and it means yeah. nothing to yeah, me. Yeah, I am. I don't know. I don't know if it's based on, like, a specific mythological story, but, th but there's a pretty famous painting uh, called uh, Hercules' Dog Discovers Purple Dye by, uh, okay. by the famous uh, uh, artist Peter Paul Rubens. Um, and it's a... It's a painting of uh, Hercules, that is to say Heracles, with his dog on the beach. And the dog, like, found this seashell. And he's looking up at Hercules, and Hercules is looking down at him, and he's, like, giving him a noogie. He's like, who, <laughs> who's a good boy who, 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 who discovered the, the seashell to make purple dye? Who's a good boy? Who's it? He's like, I am. I'm that good boy. Um, <laughs> I looked it up. It's adorable. It is. It's adorable. It's a great little. It's a great little painting. It's got his little, got his little snail shell. It's yeah, cute. it's got a big old snail, <laughs> and, it just, and his tongue is hanging out the side of his mouth. And <laughs> but um, <laughs> but but yeah, and apparent. Oh, okay. So yeah, like apparently the story goes that Hercules was just taking his dog out for a walk, and the dog comes back. He runs off for a bit, and he comes back, and his like mouth is dyed purple. Um, because he found the snail and was like chomping on it, <laughs> and that's a and that's the myth. That's the myth. How we found this purple dye. So, <laughs> right on. Okay, back after it. We talked a little bit earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, so I guess I guess initial reaction. Did we do initial reactions? No, we did. We did that. Never mind. We're good. We're good. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, do we talk about this one or no? I just feel kind of evil. I do feel evil, Josh. I don't know what it is. I'm just well, like, cause, cause, I, I'm a little horned up. Yeah, I, well, because I, I think this is the episode where, yeah, I think we have most directly talked about, yeah, that sort of uh, circle of life, like nature's law kind of thing, where it's like, no, like we have yeah. to, in order for us to live, we have we depend on the killing of other animals. And it just happened to like come 
come out of this conversation about fishing. So, um, so yeah, like it is a weird sort of place to yeah. exp- Oh, there it goes again. There you uh, are. One more. Um, yeah, it, it, it is a weird sort of topic to explore and, and kind of be open about. And, um, but yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, <clears throat> I am reminded of a quote by Jose Ortega y Gasset, and he talks about one does not hunt in order to kill. On the contrary, one kills in order to have hunted. If one were present to the sportsman with death of the animal as a gift, if he would refuse it. Mm. Like, you aren't doing this to be a dick. You are doing this to survive. Like, yeah. that's part of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and we could yeah. even, this is a whole other, like, stone to unturn and see yeah turn it really quick let's see let's see if we can let's see if we can turn it or unturn it we'll yeah see. well because uh, like talking about this whole idea of like fishing and like and like choosing your prey and uncovering it and like benefiting something off of uh at the expense of of this other entity um I'm also thinking of the term fishing, uh, P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G, which is the like computer hacking kind of scam where, oh, yeah. where you randomly get an email and it's like, oh, no, there's a you're you have an issue with your uh, bank account. Please, please click on this link and log in to uh, mm-hmm. rectify the situation or whatever. And of course, like you read this thing and immediately you think, Oh crap. Like how, like I barely have enough money to pay the rest of this month's bills. And, and, and you click on this thing and you hurriedly type in your username and password and you hit enter. And then you say like, wait a sec, why is my bank sending this to my work email? And yeah. would, and wouldn't you know it? You've just been fished. P H I S H E D because, and 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 I that scenario that that anecdote that I just described that happened to me. I will own up to it. I was working. Really? Yeah, I was I was teaching at at a middle school, and during my plan period, which as you know, Jonesy, because you've you've done some of this teaching stuff, um, I've dipped it too. You the plan period, like you have to dash off and you have to make copies and you have to do this and you have to do that and you're frazzled and you're and you're hustling and bustling and you check your email. And you see this thing and you're not thinking about it. And you're just like, ah, oh, crap, I got to do this real quick. And then, yeah, it totally was. It was like, I, I hit send on this message, on this email back. And I said, wait a sec, why would Chase Bank, for my Chase credit card, why would they be contacting me at my school email? That doesn't make any sense. And then it was like, oh, oh man. Oh. <laughs> and so then I immediately logged into my chase account and changed my password and like because because the mrs hobbit i i don't know if i've ever said this before uh on a podcast but the mrs hobbit is an it specialist and an it security Mm -hmm. specialist and so she she deals with this this kind of stuff regularly and in fact when she was working at uh 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 when she was working at a higher ed institute, god damn, these fuck hard seltzers. It's a thing. Let me start. Yeah. And in fact, when she was working at a higher ed institution as part of their like security team, she would she would actually do like fake phishing emails 
where she would, oh, yeah. they would do like sort of like an internal audit kind of thing. And, and like the their own uh, IT organization would send out phishing emails and then see how many people would click on the link and type in their, their username and password. And then and say like, whoopsie, you accidentally sent your like sensitive information to a stranger on the internet. Why don't you come into yeah. this training so we can help you be better? And there were people who would get so mad. There was one faculty, there was one professor who would get so- Didn't Doc get hit with it? I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. And, and yeah, but there was one faculty person in particular who was so mad, who's like, I don't appreciate you tricking us into doing all this. And, and you could tell that she felt guilty and was like embarrassed about it. But it's like, well, hey, like better that you get fished by us and then we can kind of like walk you through some things so that you're better prepared in the future as opposed to like sending this out and like getting and like falling prey to like an actual phishing attempt by some malicious people. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's also a thing. Okay. Yeah. Have, 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 have you ever had one of those things where like, and it's like not full on, I'm a Nigerian prince. And if you send me $500, I'll, I'll to, to access my, my frozen account, then I'll send you half a million dollars. Like, like, have you ever in, encountered those, those, those kind of phishing attempts i i have and i guess not to that level but the one i do get frequently is we've been trying to reach reach you about your vehicle's warranty and here's the fun thing and this is where i get pissed off at the world yeah. if my phone is listening to every friggin' thing i say then can't you sell that to somebody <laughs> so that i get better targeted ads because i don't own a goddamn vehicle <laughs> yeah. if 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 you're gonna try to come after me at least come after me with so yeah, there's there's also like the IT security phishing spelled with a ph. Um, yeah. But then there's also just the there's also the I don't even know how to describe this other than like there's also the phenomenon of catfishing, where it's oh my god I know. yeah where it's like on whatever either dating social media app or whatever where you have this picture and oh this person looks looks pretty attractive and they list all their things and hey i we have the same interests and then you show up at the tgi fridays at the agreed upon time and it is not the person who was in the profile picture <laughs> yeah it it it, it 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 and it is unfortunately it's like desperate people in desperate times doing desperate measures yeah. Or yeah, just like just absolute assholes and pieces of shit who are like, yeah, like trying to take advantage of people who maybe they themselves are in desperate times and like super lonely and wanting to make well, a like especially connection. that credit card one, like yeah. they're just pre or like the the IRS is calling. Yeah, you that one's like, super. Oh, Grandpa, they're not calling you. Like, yeah, stop. that's su that's super messed up. Well, and or even um, one that's also pretty. Unfortunately, yeah, like like gaining a lot of sort of traction and it's like pretty popular for some of these scammers to take is um, like preying on old people who don't understand technology. Like yeah. my grandma, she got a random call and, and, and like red flags, like random call from an unknown number. Uh, and this person was saying like, 
yes, you are having trouble with your Microsoft Word uh, uh, program, and oh, and God. and uh, you need to resubscribe. And if you just give me your credit card information, we can we can proceed from there. And thank goodness, thank goodness, my dear sweet grandma, who at the time I think she was just knocking on eighty. Um, and so, yeah, like people who are unfamiliar with technology, they don't know. They're willing to like trust like, oh, this person says there's a problem. So I, I guess I have to take care of this. But fortunately, uh, my grandma knew that she had a, I guess, a granddaughter-in-law. Um, that is that yes. is to say the Mrs. Hobbit, who's knowledgeable with all this IT stuff. And, she, and, 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 and on this phone call, she said... Well, wait a second, because my granddaughter-in-law, she she would be able to help me with this. And then the person calling the scammer like immediately hung up. So, so like, good job, grandma, like sticking to your guns, because it is it, it's scary. There's like this urgency. That's the other. That's another red flag, like what you're talking about w w with the IRS one. Like, oh no, like yeah. if you don't take care of this right away, you're gonna have to pay more money or whatever bullshit. Um, and, and yeah, that's that's the other yeah. unfortunate thing. You know? it, yeah, it is. It's, it's messed up. It is. I want to kind of turn our gaze a little bit sure. here. Yeah. Because I want to end on, like, I guess a, a upper note or a more yeah. positive yeah, note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you we kind of you kind of already talked about it, but you said the biggest fish you ever caught was what a little like a, a ten inch trout. Like really, what's the biggest one you've ever caught? I want to talk about some like fishing records here. Yeah. So like, what's the biggest fish you've it ever was, caught? It was oh god, and and I was in grade school at the time. I was probably like fourth grade. So let's see if I can remember that far back. It was probably like yeah, like a ten inch rainbow trout. Um. And I even forget where it was, but it was kind of like what I was talking about. It's like uh, my family just decided to do like a little like day trip camping kind of thing, and and and, and I was okay. super jet. I was super jazzed because again, like if I was in fourth grade, that'd be what like nine years old, something like that. Yeah, nine ten. And, and yeah. yeah, catch a fish that's you know, like ten inches, something like that. That's like a substantial proportion of your own like height. Yeah, I was I was super excited. So th I think that was my, and yeah, like I don't think we ended up weighing it. We just we just um, had like a, a okay. tape measure so we could measure it. But yeah, yeah. So so ten inch rainbow trout, probably the biggest fish that I've ever caught. Okay, yeah, mine mine was the seven pound walleye, but I want to break into some fish records really mm -hmm. quick. So the largest fish that is ever said to existed is something called a Lidzichthys. It existed uh, 165 million years ago. Uh, initially, they were thought to be as large as 100 feet long, but now current estimates put them at about 65 Jesus. feet in length, which still dwarfs whale sharks, which average out at about 40. That's, oh my god, that's uh... yeah, right. That's insane. They're so goddamn big that uh, they're some of so a bulk of them is made of cartilage, so you don't get a lot of fossil. But uh, uh, what we do have of them, uh, some of the fossils were thought to be Stegosaurus. That's how big Holy they freaking are. They thought they thought it was a straight up land based uh, <laughs> land based like dinosaur. Jesus. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to take you back in time a little bit to our. Um, uh, giant snakes episode and we talked about there was that uh lake monster in upper in upstate yes, new york yes yes and i said it was probably a sturgeon mm -hmm. now according to 
this is Fraser River something. FraserRiverSturgeon.com. Currently, the largest freshwater fish is a beluga sturgeon. The world record sits at 3,463 pounds and sits in at two or 23 feet and set 23 foot seven inches long. Ugh, I'm, ugh, I'm that record was set 200 years ago, but sturgeon are insanely long lived, and that is friggin' insane to me. Ugh. Another big fish is the Nile perch. The Nile perch can reach up to six feet in length and weigh up to 500 pounds, but mostly now you catch them about 300 pounds, which is still, I guess, friggin' insane. That's that's, that's more than I weigh. Uh, yeah, yeah, because I guess in my mind's eye, like, I think like, okay, like a deer or an elk or a moose, like, sure, of course those things weigh more than I do, but... But to try to think about like a fish that weighs more than I do, it. Oh Jesus! There's the burps again. Yeah, it's just. You're oh good. God. You're good, buddy. Yeah. Let it all out. <laughs> I'm I'm better now. I'm better now. Well, and then also, uh, um, uh, speaking of speaking of fish and uh, stories and all that, of course, we would be remiss not to talk about that uh, uh, very famous story. Of our homeboy JC, aka Jeezy uh, mm-hmm. Crazy, aka Jesus Christ, Jesus Christos, um, yes. that fed the multitude, that fed the masses with. Um... That's a boring story. That's all fake. <laughs> I got a real one for you, kind of involving Jews, though. Kind of, sort of, on a yeah, roundabout way. Well, yeah, of course. Let's do it. A Jewish revenge story, if if Ooh. you will. Even Maybe. better, yeah. As far as I can tell, this was in 2014 when this article was posted. Oh, wait, yeah. So it just gives me the date of April 6th. And the Ordo River in uh, 2015, Alphonse Brzozowski and Marek Zadenzowick, uh fishing in the orders conflicts of the Borbor River on April 6th, caught a Wells catfish that measured 12 feet long and weighed 413 pounds. And while Wells catfish can become huge, I have seen reports of cat of Wells catfish reaching upwards of 16 mm-hmm. feet. And mind you, that is the goddamn drive through at McDonald's. Yeah, that's... Uh... If you want scale, if you want scale, bridges on the highway are 16 feet high. That's the clearance. <laughs> So they found, they caught this giant fish and they opened it up because the, they caught it and killed it. They found a skeleton inside of there and attached to the skeleton were some metal bits and on the metal bits were Nazi insignia. This catfish had existed for better than a hundred years and was eating dead Nazis out of the what? river during World what? War II. What? God. Yes, I will say, yeah. Holy cow. Holy cow. <laughs> Holy catfish. This was from the German occupation of Poland during the 1940s, oh, dude. God, Ugh, catfish. Yeah. No. This comes from a guy that investigated, uh, Dr. Uh, Patek Lushko. I, I, I don't know. Polish is incomprehensible. Polish is a crazy language. We have only a few fragments of bone, and much of the skeleton is missing. We don't have enough evidence to determine. Th- oh, there it is. Sorry. We don't have enough evidence to determine the cause of death, but we are almost certain that the bones are of a German SS officer. We found an SS Eagle hat, as well as two buttons and a cufflink of the same uniform. That's, oh my god. Yeah. Which is catfish was eating Nazis, and that's dope as hell. It is dope as hell. And as a count 
and 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 catfish are widely regarded as scavengers so i don't know like maybe this was like a good old polish boy catfishers are like no for mother poland and he's like killing <laughs> i like to think he was just like murdering nazis yeah. on the river that'd be pretty yeah. cool but he probably like just found a dead ss officer but he still ate him and that's mm -hmm. insane yeah, right well and and also uh as i guess a uh I don't want to say a corrective, but maybe a corollary to our earlier points, like, okay, yeah, humans hunt and eat a lot of fish, boo-hoo. Well, guess what, Susan? Fish eat and kill a lot of humans. So it's not completely one-sided in this e equation either. Like, they they have yeah. they have taken down humans as well and have not given it a second thought, I'm sure. So um. Yeah, they don't even <laughs> care, man. And then finally wrapping up with the dumbest record I have ever read in my entire life. And this comes out of a 2020 article, the Lone Star Outdoor News. Yeehaw! A guy named Finley Miller landed an 8-pound, 12-ounce goldfish. Holy cow. 8-pound, 12-ounce goldfish. That's... It is currently the world record goldfish. <laughs> That goldfish. He caught it on a campus pond in uh, Richland College, now called Dallas College, Richland campus. That 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 goldfish weighs more than any one of my cats. And granted, I, I do have. He caught it on October the tenth. Yeah, it's. Oh yeah, my and, God. and yeah, and, sorry. Go and ahead. And granted, I do have. Um, yeah, like these these Devon Rexes. They are kind of like smaller, more slender cats. But still, like that's a fish that weighs more than any one of my cats that's crazy yeah. Eight, yeah eight pound goldfish like <laughs> according to fishbooker.com the largest fish ever taken on rod and reel if i can get down to it was a great white shark taken april 21st 1959 it weighed 2664 pounds that's oh my gosh yeah that's uh... <laughs> And now, uh, great white sharks are protected. Most sharks are protected, right. but like great whites especially. Mm -hmm. So number one, that record's gonna stay full. Right. That's kind of fun, I think. But yeah. Like, that's yeah. like um. So so yeah, like my my dad uh, has his high school record in the um, 180 yard low hurdle race, which no which nobody okay. runs that anymore. So like for the end of like from now until the end of time. He will have that record at <laughs> at his high school. So yeah, like like good on that dude who which 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 that that's also not to detract from that feat because like yeah to like use a rod and reel and pull up a a great white shark that weighs more than a ton like that's insane and yeah. he will be yeah like he he's he's on easy street now because nobody can legally challenge that or, or, or like if somebody did like hey i caught a great white that weighs 2000 and whatever this dude's record was plus one good job buddy you just broke federal law go directly to jail. to jail yeah do not pass go do not get entered in the guinness book of world records <laughs> Yeah, and I, like, I could rattle off more, like, fish records, but I, but, but, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, an 8-pound goldfish and a 2.5 or 2.9-ton shark is, or 2.6-ton shark is, I think that's worth That is, well, and, 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 and yes, and, and I think we have, we have, yeah, like, that could be a whole other, we could, 
we could, like our ancestors that that 40,000 years before us, we could sit around the fire and trade fishing stories forever and ever and fishing records forever and ever. But, but for right now, I, I think you're right, Jonesy. We should probably... We should probably reel this one in and land it. <laughs> Again, with a terrible, terrible fish jokes. Not at all. They're wonderful. Well, hey, all of you listening, what are your fish stories? What are the big fish that you've caught? What are your dumb fish jokes? Tell us. We'd love to hear it. We'll, we'll retweet. We'll rebroadcast. And Jonesy, how will those good people be able to share with us their fishing stories and jokes and whatever well you could email it to us at two wizards podcast at gmail.com you could tweet it to us at two wizards pod c1 you could instagram us at two wizards podcast on instagram and you could find me personally on twitter at marky stardust or on instagram at great greek buffalo haha i did it right this time <laughs> Maybe these fucking seltzers are worth something. <laughs> and good people, you can find me personally on Twitter at Plaid Barbarian. Yes, and I also want to take one second to plug my brother's Instagram yeah. because he does do a lot of fun outdoor do stuff. It. It's D Jones, mostly outdoors on Instagram. He does post up a lot of fun videos. He has a lot of GoPro stuff of him like catching some pretty sizable lake trout. It's fun. I yeah, so so go check him go out. Go check yeah. him out. Give him a follow. Give us a follow. And give us a follow. Give all of us a follow. And and, and yes, as as all that uh, uh, mountain snow melts, and as we get those spring runoffs, uh, and as the weather warms up, as the days get brighter and warmer and longer, uh, yeah, Jonesy, it it may not be just quite right now, but hopefully soon we'll get to go out and. and do some fishing. Hopefully. Yeah. Get, get to go out and do some fishing and do all that. And you know, I, I kind of want to make a, a final thought here, yeah. Joshua. And I was thinking about this a little bit, and you mentioned it a little bit. We did talk a lot tonight. This was this might be one of our uh, meteor episodes. Took us a little bit longer to yeah. land in. And we talked a lot. We philosophi- philosophized mm-hmm. quite a bit. We drank yes, quite yes. a bit. We sort of went, we sort of just kind of spent the evening fishing, and you even said, like, a bad day of fishing beats any good day at the office, and I would think that uh, even maybe a bad Two Hobbits podcast beats, well, a good podcast. <laughs> yeah. We're coming for you, Joe Rogan. We're coming. We're coming. <laughs> Look out, those conspiracy guys. Look out, last podcast on the left. Here come two hobbits. I mean, two wizards. Whatever. Another bitch. Yeah, who's a juggernaut, bitch? Oh, yeah, God. who's a juggernaut, fish? <laughs> who's a juggernaut, bitch? <laughs> I love it. All right, everybody. Take care. Till next time.